Proverbs 18.21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death. Do we really believe this? And important for today's conversation, do we believe this as it applies to how we speak to ourselves? Let's talk about that today. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I am so glad you are here. I'm a mom of nine kids, and I truly believe that motherhood is a great and holy calling. We moms are anointed by the Lord to do a valuable work for the kingdom, raising the next generation of valiant, mighty men and women of God. Rejoicing in motherhood is more than just having fun with our kids, though that's definitely a part of what we want to talk about, but it is reveling in the beauty and the glory of the role God has placed us in as a mother. Every week, you are going to be encouraged, inspired, and equipped to walk out your everyday life with grace and purpose. So come on, let's get started. Welcome, welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm so glad you are here today. This is a really important episode. I'm just excited to share with you some of the things that God has been teaching me about my own tongue and the way that I talk to myself and the way that I talk about myself. And so I want to share that with you today. I feel like this is an area where I can certainly grow. Probably a lot of us can certainly grow. So we are going to get right into that today. Before we do, I just want to be sure that you are on my email list. The reason for that is that I like to take a poll of my audience that's listening to the podcast once a year or so, and that time is going to be coming up very soon. I've got all kinds of ideas, all kinds of thoughts about the podcast, about social media, about different kinds of offerings that I would like to prepare for you. And so the best way for me to be able to get your feedback is to have you fill out a short survey, which I will send out to everyone who's on my email list. So if you're already there, don't worry, you will be seeing that in the relatively near future, probably within the next month or so. But if you are not yet a part of my email list, I would love to connect with you over email. The way you can join is just to go to my website, kirstenvossler.com forward slash newsletter. And I will have that linked in the show notes for you as well. All you need to do is enter your email and it will put you directly on my list. You'll get a welcome email and a free gift from me. And then you will also just be there so that I can communicate with you when I send out emails, which is relatively infrequently. And I'm trying to get better about being a little more consistent with that. But thus far, it's about once a month, or maybe a little bit less than once a month. So don't worry, you're not going to get spammed with emails, like every other day or something like that. 
So kirstenvosser.com forward slash newsletter, and you will see the link to click there to join the email list. So thank you for doing that. And I look forward to connecting with you right there. Today, we're going to talk about the mind-altering, life-altering power of wise words. This whole topic has come to be because of something that I very flippantly said one day and realized that it was not true and also that it was not beneficial. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Another translation at the end there says that it may minister grace to those who hear it. It's pretty amazing the absolutely incredible power that our words have. And I'm not talking about just words to other people. We've talked before many times about how our words affect our children, how our words affect our husband, how to guard our tongues so that we are being uplifting and encouraging and not tearing down our families with our words. And what happened, here's my story, what happened is I was telling someone about a thing that I had set aside for a season, and I said it in a very negative way. I said, oh, I've been neglecting blah, blah, blah. And as I said it, I realized, you know what? No, I haven't. I haven't been neglecting that thing. I have purposefully set that aside. I have my priorities in a different place right now. And do you hear the difference? Instead of me talking down about myself, talking down about the thing that I was setting aside, instead of saying, oh, I've been neglecting X, Y, Z, I can say my priority has been in this other area. Now, this might feel like semantics. It might feel like splitting hairs. But I feel so different when I say my priority is not there right now, as opposed to I've been neglecting this thing. And this whole episode came about because of that very, those very words. And I just felt the Lord checking me and saying, wait a minute, why do you feel like you need to be so self-deprecating? Why do you feel that you have to cut yourself down or cut down the decisions that you made? Just like, why? (laughs) And so I want to pose that question to you today. Do you do that too? Do you feel the need to cut yourself down in front of other people or even just within your own mind for some reason? I want to encourage you that that is not from the Lord. James chapter 3, verse 9 says this, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. And you know, that includes you and me as well as others. So when we use our words to cut ourselves down, to curse ourselves, that is not okay. James 3 goes on to say, Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. 
We're so quick to praise the Lord for things, and we can be so quick to cut ourselves down for things. There is a vast, vast difference between true humility, which is seeing God for who He is, and seeing ourselves for for who we are truly in God's sight, and the false humility of cutting ourselves down and speaking death and curses over ourselves for some reason to make ourselves feel better somehow. I know that there have been times when I made a mistake and in front of my kids and my husband, I've said really negative things about myself. Oh man, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? And you know what? That is a direct violation of Ephesians 4.29. I'm cutting myself down. That is a direct violation of James chapter 3. Blessing God and cursing myself with the same tongue. And you know what? I do not want to do that anymore. I want to have a tongue and a heart that is so set on the Lord that I am speaking his words after him, that I am speaking the truth of the word of God over myself, even if I make a mistake. So where do we go from here? How do we fix this problem? How do we set ourselves up for success in this area? Well, Jesus gave us a really clear answer. In Matthew 15, verse 18, he says, But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and these defile them. So Jesus is saying, The things that we say with our mouth are things that are showing us what is actually in our heart. And therefore, The place that we need to start with this is not even just our tongues, even though that has to be stopped. It is coming from our heart. The best way that I know of to connect our heart with Jesus is to just spend some time listening to him, spending time with him, connecting to him, pouring out our concerns, our fears, our problems, our mistakes before him, and then hearing his heart toward us through his words and through the Bible. This is how we solve this. We've got to get the wisdom and the truth of Jesus into our hearts. And that is what will fix our mouths. That is what will fix those spontaneous knee-jerk reactions of cutting ourselves down, of self-deprecation. It is just not cute. It's not cute. We have got to be connected to Jesus in such a way that we actually begin to see ourselves as He does. And then we can use our tongues to bless God to bless others, and to bless ourselves. All this month, we are talking about different areas of our lives that might need some refreshment. 
And this is an area that I bet a lot of us need some refreshing in. Let's be mothers that set a beautiful example for our sons and daughters of how to talk to ourselves, how to talk about ourselves in a truthful and in a biblical and a godly way. I don't want to hear my children call themselves idiots and stupid and whatever else. I never want to hear them say that. And how much more does God look at us and not want to hear us say that? I mean, it says it right in scripture so many times. We are made in God's image and likeness. We are not stupid. We are not idiots. We are made in the likeness of God, who is full of wisdom, who is all-knowing. We have the capacity to be filled with his spirit and to have him come in and literally indwell us and give us his wisdom, his understanding, his discernment, his knowledge. This is amazing. We are only limited by our curses that we speak over ourselves with our negative words and our thoughts. So let's be done with that. I bless you today, my friend, with the understanding of God's heart for you. You are made in God's image. Just let that soak into yourself today. Repeat it over yourself. Speak it over yourself. I am made in God's image. I am created in the likeness of God my Father who loves me. I am loved by God. We have more refreshing coming next week, so be blessed, be encouraged, and I will talk to you again so soon. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you are encouraged or learned something, why don't you share this with a friend? Oh, and another thing. My mom would love to connect with you more on her website, kirstenvossler.com. While you are there, you can sign up for her email list, read her blog, or check out the show notes. Have a great week. See you next time.